Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sarah Peck, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. This is a note for people who are starting new things and feeling overwhelmed or scared or more commonly exhausted and tired. If you are starting anything like a podcast or a blog or a writing project, or you're becoming a parent or you are taking voice lessons, whatever it is that you are doing, if you are in that space where you are feeling overwhelmed and tired, then this note is for you. Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. This episode is brought to you by Splendid Spoon. They are a meal delivery service that has been really wonderful during my postpartum time after baby number two. As you know, one of the things that can be really hard for new moms is finding enough high quality, good, nutritious, nutrient dense foods to eat when you're super hungry and you have a new baby in your household. Seriously, for me, I put the baby down, I run to the kitchen, I open my fridge, and then I see that everything I bought has to be prepared. And I just, I don't even have time to chop things up, let alone like make it to the bathroom, take a shower, whatever all the things are that have to be done. So then I end up opening my cabinet and on a good day, I'm snacking on seaweed snacks and some salted nuts. But honestly, I grab anything and then it turns out I've eaten like five bags of potato chips that day and nothing else. That's why I was really happy when Splendid Spoon reached out about being a referral partner. They make soups and smoothies that are ready to eat, nutrient-dense, and plant-based. Startup pregnant listeners get $50 off their first delivery when you use the link splendid.to slash startup pregnant. That's splendid.to slash startup pregnant. I will put the link in the show notes so that you can get $50 off of your first week of delivery. I think the main thing that I want to tell you is that it won't always be as hard as it is right now. And it's really hard to imagine sometimes that we won't be as tired or as exhausted as we are right now. Because on the one hand, there is a perpetual cycle of learning curve and challenge and frustration. Because once you master something or you gain a skill or you learn how to do something, you reach somewhat of a plateau, you would enjoy the space that you're in, it's fun, it's exciting, and then you get back onto the learning curve, the cycle of growth, and there's being tired and frustrated and pushing your creative edge and your capacity. So it won't always go away, but you will move past the place that you are right now. And the reason this is coming up for me is because I just saw a friend of mine post on social media. She said, I just recorded two podcast episodes today and I am completely wiped out. And I had like a visceral physical body reaction where I was like, oh yeah, I know that feeling and I remember that feeling and I still sometimes have that feeling. The first time when I started this podcast, the first couple of episodes that I recorded took me about three and a half months to do. It took me so long. And I had the idea I had been doing interviews with people that I was recording for about six months, but I wasn't planning on doing a podcast. I actually had no idea that I'd be starting a podcast. I was doing interviews with people because I was 
working on a book. And I thought, oh, I'll, you know, let me record these and I'll do these interviews. And so I had all these audio tapes and it wasn't until I'd done a couple dozen interviews that I realized these are interesting. They should be a product in and of themselves. I should turn this into a podcast. From there, when I decided I was going to start a podcast, I went through a lot of learning curve in terms of what does it sound like? What do podcasts sound like? What is the top of the episode? How does it start? What are the sequencing? Who records the show introduction? It turns out there's actually like an eight-step sequence in the beginning where there's some people have a little pre-roll where it says like, hi, I'm Sarah Peck, and this is the Start a Pregnant Podcast. Or this is Amy Porterfield, and this is episode number 139, like the very first three seconds of the episode. And then there's a music bit, and then there's the introduction or the preview or a pullout quote from the episode. Then there's the show header, which is the – if you listen to my show, The Startup Pregnant Podcast, it goes da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, this is Sarah Peck, and this is The Startup Pregnant Podcast. And then there's the sponsored segments and any like little advertisements. Then there's the episode body. Anyways, I'm getting down into the weeds here, but that section took me like a month or two to figure out because I couldn't figure out the sequencing and the order, and I wanted to know what would hook people. Then I did some interviews, and then I was trying to figure out how to edit them, and I was trying to hire. So the point of this story is it took me three and a half months to get my first four episodes ready. Doing the interviews for the next six months, I tried to do two interviews a week, and that was as, about as much as I could handle because of all the work that went into researching, understanding who the person was, reading their book, getting ready for the interview, and then the sheer exhaustion of being so intensely focused on the interview for 90 minutes that doing two 90-minute interviews was the, my max capacity for the day. Now... When did we start the podcast? We started the podcast fall 2017 is when it shipped. So now that we are two and a half years into it, I do two episodes every Thursday on a pretty regular basis. And then sometimes I get home from dropping off my kids at 8 a.m. And I will pop into, I'll set up the microphone and I'll start recording an episode and the entire thing will take about 20 minutes to do. And then I'll have my entire work day. Your capacity to do what you're doing will expand with your experience and your growth. You are going to be able to do more than you even thought possible. And what's hard today will become easier and easier over time. The same thing happened for me and is happening in my public speaking career. I remember that the first, I think it was the first 10 talks I gave were, oh my goodness, they were so challenging. Memorization of the ideas, like working the talks, being scared, being nervous, being worried what I looked like, making mistakes, fumbling the slides. I probably put three months of work into each talk, each 90-minute or 60-minute presentation. Even a 10-minute presentation was sometimes harder. And I thought to myself, don't judge what you think of public speaking until you have gained enough skills to really evaluate whether or not you like this. Because if I had decided whether or not public speaking was for me within those first two years and those first 10 talks, I would have dropped out really fast because it was so, so hard. 
And then I hit a moment where I was able to be a little more relaxed on stage when I had more material at my fingertips and I could be a little more improvisational when I could engage with the crowd and know what I was thinking and saying and not be so blinded by nerves and fear. And when I had that moment, I was like, oh, this could really get fun. I feel like I'm still in the middle of the learning curve, if I'm being perfectly honest. There's so much more I want to learn about public speaking. I want to be able to have an incredible mastery of storytelling and elucidating concepts and bringing people through a narrative arc. And I want to keep working on it because I want to be at the place where I can get on stage and make people have an experience that is incredible. I don't think I'm there yet, but I think I'm getting better and better. When it comes to the parenting realm, I think that this also is really interesting to watch if you are considering having multiple kids. The first kid sometimes can be so totally overwhelming and just like (laughs) insane making. You could feel absolutely like you have been punched in the face after you have your first kid and you're like, why would anyone ever do this again? But for me, and I'll speak to my experience, the second baby was so much easier than the first because I didn't have all the anxiety and the fear and the learning curve of so many of the pieces like, where does the baby sleep? And what's our nighttime routine? And how do I clean the bottles? And what do I do here? And like, how do they eat? So much of that I had already learned and mastered. And so I wasn't in the middle of these deep and steep learning curves while also trying to just stay awake and be present for what was happening. So for me, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed my second baby so much more. Like I was able to be there and be in the moment and be like, oh my goodness, you are the cutest little thing. You are absolutely tiny and you are beautiful when you sleep and I just want to watch you and I'm so in love with you. And also, wow, the toddler is so much harder than the baby this time around. It's hard sometimes to even understand how much we have a capacity for growth and how much about our current experience can change if we put in the repetitions. The more we learn, the more we practice, the easier it gets, the more fun it gets. And mastery can be really, really fun. So if you are in the middle of a challenging learning curve or a moment where you feel like, why am I doing this? And what is going on? And will this ever get fun? See if you can step back for a moment and zoom out a little and ask yourself, two years from now, will I be glad that I did this? Two years from now, do I think I'll be having the same experience? Because that I think is one of the things that can help us pursue long-term goals and things that we will be grateful that we have done. This is what can differentiate like, well, you know what? I'm working for someone who is an a-hole and I don't like being around them and I have these challenging conversations and I just have to stick it out for the next year, but I don't see it improving. So that influences me making the decision to make a leap into entrepreneurship or to change my job because that kind of head-banging, frustrating, challenging situation is not a learning curve. That is just a challenging and frustrating situation versus, wow, 
staying up at night and like studying for this extra thing or learning these SEO skills is super challenging and I'm frustrated and I'm annoyed right now while I'm doing it. But two years from now, I will be glad that I did it. That can help you distinguish between, oh, I'm in the middle of a learning curve and it's really hard, but it won't always be this way versus, okay, this is a situation that I want to change. For those of you that are inside these learning curves, I'm there with you. We're back inside of them over and over again, and they are hard. Treat yourself with compassion, be kind to yourself along the journey, and know that the rewards are coming. When you do the hard work that helps you grow, it can be so, so worth it. If you enjoyed listening to these episodes with women going behind the scenes and telling the truth about their lives, I have found it really rewarding and therapeutic even to hear different people's stories of what happens when things are unexpected and not quite what you had planned for. So if that is something you appreciate and want to hear more of, and maybe it helps you feel a little bit less alone in this journey of parenting and business, I have a couple of episodes you might appreciate if you haven't listened to them yet. Episode number three, with Nicole Walters. She became a foster parent and an entrepreneur all in one year, and she had three children enter her life suddenly. Episode number six with Tamsin Webster is an unexpected story of divorce and when parenting totally knocked her sideways and wasn't anything like what she expected. And she ended up becoming not the primary parent or the default parent, but creating a new arrangement with her partner. Episode number 27 with Bridget Gleason. She talks about the way in which her life also totally shifted when she had kids. And she went to work part-time as a sales professional, but asked for a very particular set of circumstances. And she said, listen, I am the number one sales representative and I want to be paid if I am still the number one sales representative, like I am working full-time, even if I'm not working full-time. Her negotiation strategy and her perseverance are remarkable. And then lastly, episode number 51 with Kathleen Shannon. She is one of the creators of Being Boss, and she has a story of postpartum depression and how tremendously challenging having her kid was and why she ended up going on medication and becoming such a passionate advocate for daycare because of how much help she realized that all parents need when we undergo this journey. So if any of these episodes resonates for you or you are experiencing something like this, go take a listen. The links are in the show notes. That's episode number three, six, 27, and 51. Hey everyone, just a heads up and a reminder, if you want to listen to our long form Ask Me Anything sessions, they are 30, 45, and sometimes 60 minutes in length, and they we go deep into questions that people have. If you want me to look at your business, you want me to comment on your marketing plan, or you have a question about parenting, pregnancy, or anything in between, we are taking listener questions, and I answer them in a monthly Ask Me Anything fireside chat. It's available only to our Patreon supporters. So if you back us at the $7 a month level, you get access to this private podcast. You can get access to all of the past episodes, which is pretty cool. So if you're missing the podcast while we're on our hiatus and you want to take a listen in to these Ask Me Anything episodes, 
go over to Patreon and become a monthly backer at the $7 per month level and you'll get access to all of the future episodes as well as all of the past episodes. Keep in mind that you are also supporting the work of Startup Pregnant and our growth in these early days and that matters a ton. Every dollar helps and counts and we appreciate so much and are grateful for your support patreon.com slash startup pregnant will take you right there. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Did I spell that right? Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yes. Patreon.com slash startup pregnant will take you there. The link will be right here in the show notes. You can go straight there. $7 a month and you get access to this entirely exclusive Patreon-only podcast. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. And you know, I always say this, and I mean it. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like our show. It takes a few seconds, and it really does help us a lot. If you want more of what we're talking about, go over to startuppregnant.com and get on our email list. We send out a weekly newsletter with time-saving tips for parents and entrepreneurs. And I always include a weekly gadget or tool or something awesome that we've stumbled upon to help make your life just a little bit easier. And as always, you can reach out to us at hello at startuppregnant.com. We love hearing from you.